Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. Kenny? I can hear that through the radio. Mamela, you selected Brenda Farsi, Black President, as one of the songs that you wanted us to play for you today. Talk to me about that song. It's it's layered, man. It's heavy. It's good. It's got history. It's It's rich. You, you know, it's just uh, I promise you, I'm the child of the 70s, growing up in the 80s, early 90s. Yeah. It reminds me, you know, when Mandela got released in 1990. Yes. You know, and this song was playing. Yeah. There was so much hope. The air was beautiful. Everything was just positive. Yeah. You know, it reminds me so much of that time. Where things seem to be going well for us for the first time as people in this country. And when the first you can challenge and hold a song like that, how, 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 Suswam, come on now. Sure, and no, I'm no, no. Of superstars in this country. It's a perfect song to start this interview with. Now, you've been in the industry for two decades. You mentioned the fact that, you know, during the time we were becoming a free country, there was so much hope in the yeah. air. Was that what you were hoping for when you were entertaining? when you were getting into the entertainment industry, were you hopeful? And did you realize that in actual fact, I'm going to be a big deal. There's something in here that is for me and I'm going to be great in this industry. Did you know that? Uh, uh, you know, let me tell you something. Um, number one, I'm, uh, my career is as long as democracy in this country. That's why it's seven years. Wow. Right. Um, I, 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 I'm one of the luckiest people in the world. I'll tell you this. I realized what I wanted to do very early on mm. in my life. I was 13, 14, 15 around there. When I knew this is what I wanted to do, there's nothing else I wanted to do. I was so passionate. Uh, you know, during my 80s, you need to have a you know? Yes. And then you have people like the souls that she you know, that they have a lot of my at some level mm. in the late mm. Pacific side, mm. coming to... Uh, the township to teach us how to act, to teach us how to sing, dance, and all that, and using those instruments as the way as again of fighting the system at the time because we are cultural activists, right? So, and trust me, I think I knew this is what I wanted to do. I know I was going to be successful. I don't know because I knew one thing for a fact that I never had anything to fall back on. I never believed in that. Yeah. I knew this had to work by hook or crook. Sure. Is this the reason why you've been able to be so successful for such a long period of time? Because when when someone thinks of your career, I mean, words like longevity as well as relevance come to mind, you know, to the new talent in the industry. How do they go about, um, you know, attaching themselves to words like longevity as well as relevance like you have? I I always believe in one thing. You've got to love what you do. Yeah. You've got to love it. Yeah. And then when you love what you're doing, you know, in the center of a God, it's amazing that you open doors for you if you know exactly what you want and yeah. enough passion. Yeah. It's unfortunate that now, with these days, there are people that go into this, in the industry for wrong reasons. I never wanted to be famous. Mm. All I wanted to be in All I wanted to perform. All I wanted to make people laugh. All I wanted to tell them in some education everywhere I get. And that's what it is. And that's what kept me in the for a long time. Because that's, and you've been part of different productions, yeah. right, over the years, different projects, different productions. Yeah. Do you have one that stands yeah. out for you? One that you say, you know what, I'm so glad I was part of this. 
you know, I'll put you this. Um, I've worked with a lot of great coaches, a lot of great directors, coaches, and all that. Yeah. But I do not... The, you know, you know the printer advisory production, mm. they call it. Mm. It's owned by young guys, Thomas Comedia and Louis Lehorda. Yes. You know, I've been working with the boys for two years now. The energy that we just bring, you know, the, the older you get, you know, you, you think you know it all. Until you meet these young people that they sort of a complete different drive and they want to take you with you. Uh, to take you with you. And you know, Thomas, you know, you know, I, I love him so much. And mm. that's the production house that I always keep uh, uh, wanting to work with him. Because about sad, about two people, I that anxiety. They really like what they're doing and they're not intimidated by the old man. Yeah. They always want to search and buy the something they can from the old man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, still on production, Kenny, yeah. um, a hot potato is the budget. Have you gotten to mm. a point where you name your price, uh, where you name your price rather, and it's accepted and it's, or is it still a struggle? You know, where you put your price on the table yeah. and you say, I, I will, I will do this for so much. Or is it still a bit of yeah. a struggle? Do you still find yourself negotiating, even though you've been in the game for 20, yeah. for over 27 years, you say? Yeah, I'm, I mean, listen, it's, uh, it's always going to be a struggle. But as, as a performer and an actor and an interview business, but John can always used to say, this, is, uh, this thing is called show biz for a reason. It's a show where you perform and there's a business part of it. We've earned our stripes. You got to earn your stripes in this industry. Mm, get to a point where you can mm. be able to say to people, look how much I'm worth. And it's about knowing your worth as well. It's about understanding what you bring into any production mm. so that they can respect you as well. I mean, there are productions where I put my foot down and I'll, I'll tell them, this is what I want or it's not, bye-bye, I'm out. Yeah. But there are other productions that I just want to do because I want to work with these people. Yeah. Because I'm energized I'm, I'm by what they do and, or, you know, uh, it's unfortunate. Because it's interesting. I, I, I don't think it's men. If you decide they want to take it, somebody else is going to take it. Mm. Ah, one thing for sure, I wouldn't want to be at the point where I'm desperate. Where people will, will, will call you. Because once you take it once, once you take yes. that smaller than a cup, yes. I promise you, they'll come back to you with even a smaller cup. You've got to know your worth, you've got mm. to know your standards, you've got to know who you are, and be prepared to say, I let me go handle this man because there's nothing I can do. Because if I give him, I'm in trouble. Mm. You know, I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this story. You know, um, when I got into this industry, I knew that I needed to learn a certain thing. I knew that I was never going to come in here and ask to be paid like a John Khan. The year is called 2004, where I was almost probably, my then wife got less or so. She was the only one working. I think I only did one movie that year of twenty because everybody called me and asked me to come wow. and offered me all this money. And I put my foot down and I said, no, I'm not going to do this money. And guess what? Oh my goodness! So that moment was a yeah. turning point. Was a very important point in in in, in valuing yes. yourself. Yes. Sure. Yes. I, I've, I've done theater at the time. I've done television at the time. I was doing movies now, and I knew that I had something to offer. Uh-huh. I knew that I was in the world. I knew I was going to but I knew that now my season starts. I've, I've done the learning. And you never stop learning. No, and you don't, yeah. And there's a lot of learning that and before that. And, and, and I knew, I knew it. And I knew that if I do not do it now, um, you know, I'm not one of those guys that over do six uh, productions a year yeah. and, and peanuts. I do one production and get paid well uh-huh. because I've got children to take care of. I see, I see. I see. I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to be saying this. 
Kenneth, I'm taking notes, ah, honestly. I am taking notes. So uh, now let's, right. let's move on over to multiple income streams. A lot of people realize... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was saying, let's move to multiple income streams, right? A lot of people realize the importance of having multiple income streams two years ago when the pandemic hit, right? When did you learn the importance of multiple incomes coming in uh, because you can't just rely yeah. on one source of income? Well, the, the reality is that uh, I, I knew what the changing OC around uh, the 90s or early 2000s, changing OC was the household name was almost in every uh, 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 channel on television. But I also knew that there is another change because they're going to come after that. Mm. I am going to grow. And, and as I grow, something is going to come and, 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 and take over from uh, uh, where, where I'm at. Yeah. So I needed to be able to keep myself there yes. and still able to earn. So I needed to learn how to work. I needed to learn how to produce. I mm. needed to learn how to write. Mm. And I was so lucky to be each friend that really wanted to be the same uh, with me. Because, you know, I always make this example. You look at the movie like White Wedding. White Wedding is a wrong call, right? Mm. And it, you know, the talk at the wrong time, you know that it, 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 it's your handsome lead. Yes. Your handsome lead, your summer and dollars, your, you know, <laughs> your handsome lead. Yes. There is no one who was going to hire me as a handsome lead in my wedding if I didn't write it myself. <laughs> so I had to find a way to do it myself. You know, there's no one who's going to hire me. Yeah. Uh, and so you trust you to do this lead and all that. So you start learning. Uh, Things and to, be, to keep yourself, but I, mean, I never went out of my industry because anything that I do is within my it's industry. Within, yes. I love most, you know. I, 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 I would never be able to do anything as I am the business I'm doing right now. Yeah, you've maintained a very close relationship with uh, you know many people in the entertainment industry, but one that stands in, uh, out right now is the one with Rapulana Sipemo. Tell us more about that friendship and why uh, you guys have become so close and, and, and how long that friendship has, has been going on. Wow. Whoa, oh, that diamond. Hey, that's that <laughs> You know, uh, this is one of the guys that started way before me yes. uh, in the industry. I mean, in Rapiano by 1989, he was already touring the world with, yes. with my show, my yes. Africa. He went to school, he studied at Sida, he went to study at Red, went on to study overseas. And then he came back in the country. When he came back in the country, this guy was. Getting almost every role, you know, there was this buzz about Rapunzel to Pima, Rapunzel to Pima, this brother. Mm. And I wanted to know who this guy was. That was 1997, you know, we met at the Market Theatre, and I started chatting with him, we just had a casual chat with him. And uh, I thought, yeah, he's a little guy. I mean, all the some other than guys who was not very similar to that, but you know, he, he was very welcoming and all that. And we had an opportunity in 1998 uh, to, to be in the same production, if it came, or the beginning, if it came, or the least. If it came, then we were hired there. Uh, and, and we were the former sections at the time, which was myself, Tonekhora, and Rabelle Sipimo, and Achille Amatrosa. Achille Amatrosa and Tony, they were quite close because they were playing the bass. I'm a bass football and all that. And then uh-huh. I just come jump. I couldn't. <laughs> so me and Rabelle, <laughs> what, 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 what we really asked to do was traveling. 
you enjoyed traveling. You drove from here to Shelburne, you shoot and all that, you just enjoyed traveling. And in, the, in our travel, that's when we started wanting to tell our own stories. We met a lady called Jen Kena, who was also part of this thing all the time. We had a time, we kind of just do our own thing. You know, kind of just, and that's how the marriage began. Oh. And, uh, and, and, and I find him as a generous guy. I find him as a, as a giving guy. I mean, I just took my, 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 my younger brother uh, in December, uh, uh, and he was there before trying to run things for me oh, at man. home. I mean, he, he, he gives of himself a lot, and I cherish him as a friend, cherish him as a performer, cherish him. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful, Kenneth. Got a voice note. Hope I hope you can hear this one. Morning, 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 Tombiga. You say your team and the legend, Barakeni, living legend. Yeah, local place By any chance, when ourselves, do you know? How many of the local stuff that you have done? Oh in my fact, goodness. do you have any idea where it's like? Because now I can't, I can't remember where it's like because there are so many. But anyhow, great work, my brother. Keep going. You're still fresh. You're still young at heart and not very young, tall almost. So yeah, big up, my brother. Doing us proud, Ola. Thank you. So the question oh, is, man. do you remember all the local productions that you've, yeah. you've been in? Uh, that's a difficult one. It's, it's so difficult that I've been part of a whole lot of production, you know, uh, as a lead and sometimes as a support and, and, and all that. I've done so many. You know, you know it's, it's just taking me a homework. I think I should go down and check it. <laughs> you should. Be that because the number I'm going to give you right now, I'll be lying. <laughs> you should. Um, you know, Kenny, let's get a bit serious right now. Let's talk about gender-based violence. Yes. And your stance on this epidemic, what this this pandemic rather, that is wreaking havoc in our country. Now, your name has come up in alleged incidences. What do you have to say about Mm. that? Well, I'll tell you this. I mean, gender based violence is a very difficult thing. And I was at Brachet Shai's memorial service yesterday. He was one of the teachers. Other kids, you know, are being generally violent, you know, and 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 the wife was talking there, and she said, everybody who has been is not a perpetrator, any man in this audience is not a perpetrator, please raise your hand because it's all done wrong. Yeah. I am not going to sit here and tell the other mechanism in the world. I am not. I've made my mistakes. Growing up, I've made so many mistakes. The society told me that a man needs to shift to shift things. It doesn't mean it's his brain at all. And it's time to change that narrative completely for our young, uh, the, the young boys and our young brothers out there because it is a pandemic. It is. I mean, we have... Uh, I'm born as a mother, you know, uh, in God's one goes in my small in peace. Uh, I don't think she'd like that mm. of the time to mention that life. I've got daughters. Me, they're going to be daughters. You know, and, 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 and if them having to experience that, I don't think it's fair. You know, but talking specifically about the case, I think that we are four years ago. Um, you know, Twitter went on about it. Yeah. Somebody wrote on Twitter and, 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 and said, uh, I was a bit late and I tried to get this woman's attention and, uh, and uh, in not getting attention from this woman, then I violated her. And, and, and that could not be that from the light. From the kid, because that person I was with her at that place. Mm. So, who were killing? 
It's just a case of jealousy that happened in the day. And when you saw the case, I mean, even if you Google it, the NPA has made a judgment on that. Uh, 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 the, the was proven. Uh, the videos were there. All that. It's only thing. Nini and Tori Amaklab. Nini and Tori Amaklab, I was the one getting up at the time. So as much as Nini might ever come to me and say I was, uh, I was abused by a certain man, yes, I want to believe her. So why should I believe in other women? So I don't blame people. You have to believe in other women. But also, when then the case, and I was exaggerated, right? In the case of the Rowling said that that person was not telling all the truth, we should also focus on that too. Yeah. Because it, what it does, it diminishes the, 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 the work that is done by people to try and fight the things of change. When, when, when people lie about it, to, to destroy people's lives, to yeah. destroy people's uh, 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 livelihoods, or if you do yeah. it, family. So you might be I'm driving in the morning and then the two stages and people chance to go to pass. And I meet my daughter and my people like and then what they had to say enough. Sure. Then when you come back and then I'll explain to you and I'll tell you what's going on. And that's why you must remember that because their friends are still on Twitter, who are on social media, and they've seen this. And I might just get get to talk on that. You know? yeah. I am not excusing any man if that's something like that. But I'm also not condemning any woman that will go out of their way to try and betray someone for whatever reason. I don't care how it can be. But betraying someone that the is also a bad. Nina, I'm saying that she's going to be on my daughter. Yeah. You know, I'm so glad yeah. that you gave us clarity on that. Um, let's move on over to projects yeah. that you're currently working on now. We are always very excited to see you on our TV screens. Mm. We're excited to see, you know, what you're working on and what you're busy with. What is that? What can we look forward to? Well, well uh, I mean, currently this uh, movie that I did with Jerry Butler for Evolve and it is uh, uh, it's me and... and, and uh, it's on it's out there. And I'm also currently shooting something with Manta and what wow. Oh wow. I'm so I'm so happy. Wow. You know, I haven't worked with man. I've been, there's something coming up. I mean, I'm coming up. It's sure. going to be exciting. So we are shooting it currently. And I'm also working on something else, but I cannot say much about it because we are still teaching for uh, some um, show at the moment. But hey, we keep working, eh? It's hey. been a struggle for the past two years for artists. It's been a serious struggle. So when work comes, we get excited. Oh my I know goodness, that yes. artists, everyone else suffered. But hey, getting work and, 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 and doing what we love, telling certain that's what we want to do. I So man, you have to work. You have to work. Let's end this interview. Let's end this interview with one last comment from one of our listeners saying, "That's my favorite performer." My question is, oh, wow. have you ever considered part two of White Wedding? Because that was the most interesting wow. local movie. So part two of White Wedding? 
You know, I don't, I don't know how many times you have asked me this question. Life was a beautiful story for me. And I mean, my partners have always said, hey, you're telling your story and it's done. Yeah. You're going to tell our story. But I mean, I took it. Honestly, it took it. It took it. I want it. I just need to convince them. <laughs> We're going to convince them as well. We're going to do a whole campaign on social yeah. media and hashtag yeah. White Wedding yeah. Part 2. <laughs> Kenneth, thank you so much, Baba, for this wonderful, wonderful time. I'm going to end this interview with one of your favorite songs, Bongo Muffin Tatis. Radio 2000 Podcast.